Well, the scriptures today draw us into really a, a very special view of the relationship that we have with Jesus Christ, God the Father, and the Spirit. And it's really an amazing moment that St. Matthew gives us of the transfiguration. And he speaks about it in a way that is really meant to cause us to think about what has taken place in the Old Testament also. And that's in Exodus, chapters 21 through 24 especially. When Moses went up the mountain to meet the Lord and to receive the Ten Commandments, and he took three people with him. And in that moment, God came in the form of a cloud, and God spoke to Moses to give him the commandments that were really at the heart of the Jewish faith, and still are, actually. In many ways, the image we have in Matthew's Gospel reflects that. And that actually would not have been lost on Peter, James, and John, who Jesus brought up on the top of the mountain with him. They would have been really thinking, this really looks like a Moses moment, big time, you know? And, and they would have connected that this was special. This was really special. Now, lest we think it's special just for Jesus, okay? Because we all could be sitting there saying, yeah, it was wonderful that Jesus was glorified in this moment, and he, he was, in, you know, tremendous, it looked like the sun, and that's really neat, wonderful, yay, team. But that's not all that this is about. Because Jesus specifically took those disciples to reveal to them his glory, but also what awaits them, what awaits them, and thus what awaits us. By virtue of all of our baptisms, we, I'm going to move around a little bit because we got some folks behind the pillar. I didn't lose you. Okay, so... Jesus is revealing to us that at our baptisms, we, are become, we have become sons and daughters of God, but we are heirs of where? Heaven. We are heirs of heaven. And that's really, in the end, the focus of our lives. That's what the relationship with Jesus Christ is all about. That's what it means to be a follower of Jesus Christ. That we are on a journey to heaven. We are a journey to experience this glory that the apostles saw on Mount Tabor. It really changes the way life happens, by the way when we begin to focus on what really, really matters. So everybody that just went to confession, by the way, to me, and yeah, surprise, it was the bishop hearing your confessions. Everybody that just went to confession to me has cleansed themselves through the sacrament to be open to the glory of God coming into your lives. Now, if you didn't go to confession tonight, it's okay. It's okay. Our focus, though, is really on the glory of Jesus in us. That's really what I'm getting at. 
It's the glory of Jesus that comes to us through the sacraments, yes, but also through our prayer and through our experience of the Word of God. Because we notice on the mountain, not only did we have a moment when Moses and Elijah were appearing in the vision, and that's the Old Testament meeting the New Testament in Jesus, and Jesus being the fulfillment of the Old Testament, and thus he becomes the New Testament. But they also had, remember, the cloud that came over the mountain? And a voice was heard, and where did the disciples go? There was no place to hide, right? There wasn't any place to hide. So they went to the ground immediately. They went to the ground. And the voice said, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. And then he said something really amazing to us. Listen to him. Parents, you know what that sounds like? For your kids especially and some of you i notice you have grandkids too for the grandkids and those of you that have great grandkids god bless you god bless you it's really the relationship with jesus and it's really letting his glory shine from us now we think of this moment right now and we're in mass we're praying, we're singing, and we're asking Jesus to become present, and not only present, to become the bread and the wine, his body and his blood. I can't think of a more glorious moment than that. And all of us that come up to receive Holy Communion or a communion prayer are receiving that moment of glory that moment of grace, that moment of the love of Jesus Christ that was poured forth on the mountain. Jesus loving us, saying, that's what awaits you. You think I look bright. Wait, just wait. Because when you meet me in heaven, whew, the glory of God will shine from you too. Now you might be thinking, ain't no way, ain't no way. Not going to happen. You ought to see the stuff I'm dealing with. And I'm talking about not me, us. The stuff we're dealing with. And that stuff tends to drag us down. But in the end, that's not what it's about. And all of that stuff actually can be a distraction. So I, I actually, when I have stuff passing my desk, now this is about me. When I pass, have stuff on my desk and I get some love letters. You know what love letters are? Complaints, groans, moans. Okay? And, and my secretary will just say, this is a really good one. When I get love letters, I'm actually praying over the love letters. Because in the end, it's not about whatever somebody is really, really mad about or angry about or wants me to change. It's really about the glory of Jesus. And so the stuff that hits you in your marriages or in your family or in your life or in your work or whatever it may be, in the end, it's about Him. It's about Him. And all of that can become a distraction or can become an invitation to us into the glory of God. That's really what He calls us to. Coming back to Holy Communion. 
in the sacraments of the church. No better way for us to experience the glory of God than in those moments that the church has been given. To be, share, to be able to share in his body and blood during this Eucharist, to be able to be here in Sacred Heart Church, this beautiful church, to be able to pray and sing and praise God. But we also pray that the glory of God may shine from us so that when we leave the Mass, people will know we're in love and we're in love with Jesus Christ. And we know his love in our lives, too, because we share in his grace and in his glory. That's my prayer for you tonight, especially, and for me. And so, let's pray. Let's pray. And we hear the voice as Jesus is transformed before us. This is my beloved Son, in whom I'm well pleased Listen to him. Amen.